I'm Alan Lytle for 91.3 WUKY, where it is time for another edition of Saving Stories with Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis Binan Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries. It's a segment where we feature interviews from the collection. Good day to you, Doug. It's good to be here. Doug, it is Black History Month, and coming up in just a few days will be the 60th anniversary of a pivotal moment in Kentucky's civil rights history. It was March 5, 1964, when over 10,000 people rallied at the Kentucky State Capitol in Frankfort, Kentucky. Led by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Jackie Robinson was there, the folk singers Peter, Paul, and Mary were there. The march was a peaceful demonstration calling for civil rights legislation that would prohibit segregation and discrimination in stores, restaurants, theaters, businesses. The Nunn Center has numerous interviews and various oral history projects that document that day. One thing I love about oral history is the fact that there are always different perspectives on the same event. We're going to listen to two different perspectives. One, the 1997 interview with Governor Edward T. Breathitt, who was governor during that time. Then we're going to hear a 2013 interview with Senator Georgia Davis Powers, who was involved in organizing the march. We had a lot of of centers of enlightenment in Kentucky, uh, Lowell School Board back in, in, in implementing desegregation. And there were lots of areas and very decent and light people over Kentucky that rallied to this. Frank Stanley Jr., who was editor for the Louisville Defender, which is a, black, a weekly newspaper, he had organized a group called Allied Organizations for Civil Rights. There was a public accommodations bill that had been introduced in the House of Representatives, and he was supportive of that. See, we cooperated with the leaders of the march and um, to keep it peaceful and under control. We were able to get Dr. Martin Luther King as our speaker and Jackie Robinson, and Peter, Paul, and Mary were the entertainers. So it was a cold, blustery day on March the 5th, 1964. It was a whole group that came in to my office. It was Jackie Robertson and, and uh, King, Frank Stanley, Jr. Some of the reporters told me that well, the governor was in his office. That's what they asked him to come out and speak to the people. They said, well, we did, but he won't come out. I said, okay. I said, after he's over, we'll go see him. Bold. I took Dr. King, Jackie Robinson, and about four or five black preachers. I said, come on, let's go see him. When I knocked on the door, because I'd worked for him a whole year to get him elected. Well, who should answer the door? The office, the manager of his campaign when I was working in Seattle. She said to me, Georgia, I never thought you'd do a thing like this. I said, June, you know what? I never thought that uh, he would win and he gave everybody a job in Frankfurt and never offered me one. Cause I never thought he'd do that either. And I went on past her and took him in and introduced Dr. King to uh, Governor Bretham. They came through and, and uh, he says, Governor, you have, an oppor- you have an opportunity to be the supporter and pass the first civil rights bill south of Mason-Dixon line. Well, I said, uh, Reverend King, uh, we'll pass it. You know, it was an emotional reform time. There was a lot of feeling after Kennedy's death. 
we've got to do these great things he laid his life down for. It was a great time to do those sort of things. So it was not a battle in which we didn't have a lot of support, but that there was an underlying cultural opposition that was here, the darker side of our nature in Kentucky, and it was there. And um, they weren't ready to do it. Just a few weeks after the march, during that legislative session, the bill didn't even make it out of committee. But the march helped lead to the eventual passage of the Kentucky Civil Rights Act just two years later in 1966, making discrimination in the Commonwealth illegal. And can we access these interviews online? The interviews are searchable and online at KentuckyOralHistory.org. Now, at the same time tomorrow, we're going to hear from some of the women who participated in that march 60 years ago. Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the U.K. Libraries has been our guest again on Saving Stories. Have a good one. Thanks for having me.